Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Redman TV and your latest edition of Expert Insight. My name is Dan Club. I'm delighted to say we are talking matters Portugal, which means only one thing. I'm joined by the brilliant Aaron Barton as ever. Aaron, how are you doing, mate? You okay? All good, thanks, mate. Good to be back. No, our pleasure. Yeah, it's not been that long. It's been about two weeks. Last time we were speaking, <laughs> we were speaking centre-halves. A um, little bit different this time. We're speaking managers. And it's actually a manager's name you mentioned quite a lot, because obviously we spoke about two sporting centre-backs, um, Diamande and Inacio, of course. And you were sort of rich in your praise of the job Ruben and Marina have been doing with the two of them. And we're back to speak yeah. about him, because obviously we have all know Jürgen Klopp's on his way out to the Liverpool Football Club. The, the main candidate, I think it's fair to say, remains Abby Alonso, but every time his name gets mentioned, it's closely followed by watch out for Ruben Amarim as well. So we need to speak about him. We need to find a little bit more out about him because I think we're all pretty well versed on Xabi Alonso now, but not quite so much on Ruben Amarim. So that's where you come in. Let's start. 39 years old, appointed in 2020. Um, he's extended that contract of his until 2026, quite recently, I believe. Took over a sport inside that weren't achieving what they'd like to achieve, I think it's fair to say. As things stand, they are second on goal difference only behind Benfica. They have a game in hand over Benfica. So I guess he's done a pretty good job. Let's start with a broad sort of statement on him. Just how exceptional has he been since he took over there? Unbelievable, to be honest. I think it doesn't get as much sort of sort of praise. I think that partly comes down to the fact that when people speak or when people think about Portuguese football, they think of Porto, Benfica, and then obviously Sporting as like what the three big clubs like they sort of take it in terms of winning the title. But the reality is that it was just a it was a top two before Amarim came in. Sporting obviously were were very good in the early two thousands, but. They hadn't won a league title for 19 years when sort of when he came to the Alvalad. And I don't think you can really underestimate just how much of a good job he's actually done. For my money, they'll win the title again this season. They're the, the best team in Portugal this season for me. Uh, obviously, we'll see sort of how, how it pans out. But he's just taken them, I think, from from strength to strength. He, he, he was... I think a lot of people knew in Portugal that he was going to be a... a a top manager just from the the few weeks, couple of months with Braga. He went mm-hmm. in at Braga and and um, put the stamp on the team straight away. He was winning games, was winning big games as well. And uh, and then obviously you know Sporting paid that that whopping I think fifteen million euros, which was the second or third highest release clause ever paid for a manager. So for a Portuguese club to part 
ways with money, that much money, I think was a big indication of, yeah, you know, they, they 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 hardly at that point ever spent that much on a player. So to sort of go all out for a manager, they believed they had someone who could who could transform them and and sort of deliver them the title, but also bring them to just back to the top of the league, whether it be finishing first or second, because they had too many seasons where they, you know, they, they were just not in the title race at all, to be honest, finishing third and fourth. And they see themselves as one of the big three that should be there competing. And he's, I mean, he's made them that. I think, you know, won the title in his first season, finished second in his second season, got to the round of 16 in the Champions League, which they hadn't done for God knows how many years. Mm. Um, Last season was was a mixed season. They finished fourth, but look at the players that he's lost. I mean, you've only got to look across Europe. How many big teams have got players in the team that have came from that sort of sporting side, whether it's the likes of Pedro Porro, Joel Polina, Mateus Nunes, now at City, Nuno Mendes, Manuel Ugarte, who's now at PSG. Yeah. They were all sort of part of this, this Ruben Amarín team that he you know, sort of got into the first team. It was a very youthful and the team has just been decimated over the last couple of years, yet he just keeps getting results with different parts, bringing in different players. And and I think this season, uh, I mean, it, it helps when you've got someone like Victor Jocherez up front. But yeah, he's top, honestly top, top, top manager, as you can probably tell from me, me five minutes nonstop waxing lyrical about him. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, absolutely. A glowing praise indeed. But you mentioned, <laughs> yeah, the one the transfers they pulled off there. But quite a, not a strange transfer, that's too far. But, you know, unearthing a player from Coventry, who's clearly a very good player, but signing the player from the Championship is an interesting route to go down, of course. Mm. But you, you've obviously, like I say, you've praised him sort of profusely there, but... I guess the next most simple question is how? How has he gone about doing all this? How has he transformed them back into a team that has won the title, could win the title again? Like, is it as simple as, you know, operating the transfer market? Is it a certain style of play? What's he done? If you can put your finger on it, how has he managed to turn them into what they are now? Well, I think it, it's, it sounds basic, but I just think having a system and having a set way of playing 
finding players that are suitable for sort of for that system. It, because when you look at before he was appointed uh, at Sporting, they've had good managers in the past. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They they just sort of before him they've had the likes of George Jesus, Marco Silva, who's now with Fulham. Managers who were good, you know, good managers and. The, the list sort of goes on. I mean, it was as I say, it was a 19-year gap. There was lots of different faces in there. But I think with him, it's this sort of... Because it is the system that he brought in, that's sort, the sort of the three at the back, is, is basically the same as what he was playing at Braga. Mm-hmm. So at Braga, he came in straight away and was like, we're playing this way. That's clearly his sort of... The way that he sees the game, the way that he sees games being won. Um, and... I think having the having the courage to to bring in a lot of the youngsters, the average age in his in the not the half season, well the half season as well. He was bringing them in from the sort of the under twenty threes, but that sort of first full season, the amount of players that he was just bringing in that, like the likes of Thiago Tomas, I think was at the time was I don't even know how old he was, and then you know the likes of Gonzalo Inacio has become this sort of huge figure in his team and he, he was a kid when, when he brought him through and I think is that he was identifying these different players without having to go and spend massive money by thinking right we've got him that might be playing with the under 23s or this player that's playing you know here or whatever or players that were out on loan Joel Polina was out on loan at Braga and he wasn't a kid at the time he was I mean he was probably like 22 23 or something at the time maybe but I think he's just got a very good eye for players that will fit his system and he makes it work. And and I think as I spoke about um Jokeres there, that's that's like not just for them this season, but for the league. Seeing a player like that that's sort of come in and, and lit lit the league up sort of immediately. It's been a while since since um since that's happened. And I think they spent a bit of money. I mean, they, they broke the transfer record for him. It was a marquee signing, mm-hmm. which I think tells you the you know is an indication of the Portuguese league because, as you say, it was the record signings a player from Coventry who ripped up the championship. But um, yeah, it was a strange move. I think for him, a lot of people were expecting him maybe to go to like a mid-table Prem club. But yeah. I think he's he's probably trodden the right path there because whether it be the end of this season or, or next season, he'll probably end up going on to um, to sort of a top 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 club in my opinion. So, yeah, I, I just think that he, he's got a very clear idea of how he wants his teams to play. He's got a clear idea of what players work in that system and what players don't. He clearly works very closely with the um, the sort of the youth team coaches to know mm-hmm. are there any gaps that they can put, uh, plug because, you know, players will get injured and he'll he'll bring in younger players who he thinks, you know, sort of, sort of fit the role and, and um, as I say, he's just He's done remarkably well considering the amount of departures they've had. I mean, because it's just that it was a, when he first came in as well. Especially there was a sporting squad that went good. Let's let's just let's just have it right. I did the, his first half season. The top scorer that season was Bruno Fernandez. Bruno Fernandez left in the January, and he'd only scored about eight goals. And he he finished the season as the top scorer. He just they were bringing in. Players on loan who are like just not the type of players that you'd expect a young team to be bringing through. Like they had Hesse from Real Madrid, yeah. they brought Yannick Balassi in on loan. Like these just the type of players where it's like the, the top end, you know, he's sort of like you know, late 20s, early 30s. Amarine just came in and was like, Right, this is what we're doing. I've got a vision for the club for the future. 
the top two above us, Benfica and Porto, can spend more money than we can. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to go about it sort of a different way. And and instilling confidence in, in the young players, I think, is massive. His man management is is apparently, you know, sort of remarkable. All the players believe him in what he says. He's very good. And this is something that I think Liverpool fans, obviously, if it, it you know, it probably probably will be Xabi Alonso. But I mean, if it was to be Amarim, he's amazing with the media, Amarim, mm-hmm. in terms of always seems to say the right things in press conferences, even when he's in a mood. He'll sort of twist it into he'll have the players thinking like right it's us versus them then yeah. he's got that I think he's got that sort of he's got that edge about him and you know there's 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 been quite a few sort of press conferences where you think yeah he's he's hitting all the right notes with um you know he's got character for a young for a young manager especially um so yeah I think I think it's pretty it's hard to really boil down you know sort of how he's done it but yeah. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.